Hello, my name is Ari. And my name is Dante. And this is Pen Pop. How are you today? Joyous. Joy <laughs> to the world. Oh, we're definitely going to get um, gospelicious today. Is that a word? Oh, absolutely. Is gospelicious We're going to get gospelized. I feel great. Don't you? Mm-hmm. What's, the we- what's the weather like up there in the Northern Lights? It is cloudy with a chance of frostbite. <laughs> On the southern regions, we have cloudy. That's all. Very dark. Okay. All right, everybody. Let's, with further ado, let's start off with another song surrounding religious controversy. Blasphemy. Let's dive into Like a Prayer by Madonna. By Madonna. P-E-N-P-O-P. Before we get into the lyrics, we got to get into the history. Of like a prayer. What if do you remember about this song, to Domenico? Well, I wouldn't remember anything because I wasn't there. But we weren't here. But what do you remember I about remember the first time listening it. to it? I remember hearing it because Madonna is one of, if not the biggest, pop artist. So it was always around my childhood, especially my parents. Right. They were always been fans. Um, but I would say I really took a deep dive in the pandemic through an excellent podcast, JC Musicology. Which breaks down every Hi, track JC. on each, like, I, with different iconic albums. And yeah. we did one episode on Like a Prayer. Highly recommend go checking out. And then I would say my other exposure would be watching the Truth or Dare movie on Amazon Prime randomly one day. My exposure? Like a Prayer is a song with Madonna from 1989. For further students' album, the same name. Sire Records released its album lead single in March 3rd, 1980. You see how all the good songs were released on March? Gag. Written and produced by Madonna and Patrick Leonard. Like a Prayer. It speaks about a passionate young girl in love with God who becomes the only male figure in her life. In 1989, Madonna had just divorced from her husband, Sean Penn. <gasps> and turned 30. I love that little gasp I did there. We should keep that in. And yes. turned 30. The same age, her mother died. Madonna also understood that as she growing as she was growing up, so was her core audience. She wanted the sound of her new album to dictate what could be popular in the music world. Like a Prayer is a pop rock song and incorporates gospel music. It features background vocals from a choir and also a rock guitar. The lyrics contain church-like words, but they have been interpreted by some people to have dual meaning of sexual innuendo and religion. Like a Prayer was acclaimed by music critics and was a commercial success worldwide. It was Madonna's seventh number one single on the Billboard Hot 100, where it stayed for three consecutive weeks and topped the record charts in many countries, including Australia, Canada, Spain, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Rolling Stone listed Like a Prayer among the 500 greatest songs of all time. And we were not going to get into the recent 200, but you know what? We're going to leave it at that. Oh, let's not with that list. Celine, I hope you're doing well. Hope you're recovering greatly. Mother, mother. We're sending love from one mother to another. What? <laughs> Are you a mother? Episode. No. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. The music video for Like a Prayer, directed by Mary Lambert, portrays Madonna okay. witnessing a young white woman being sexually um, abused by a group of white men while a black man is arrested for the murder. Madonna hides in a church for safety, seeking strength to go forth as a witness. The video depicts a church and Catholic symbols such as stigmata. Stigmata. It also featured the KKK burning crosses and a dream about kissing a black saint. The Vatican condemned the video, while family and religious groups 
protested against its broadcast. They boycotted products by soft drink manufacturers Pepsi, who had used the song in their commercial. The company canceled the sponsorship contract with Madonna, but allowed her to retain $5 million fees, as she should. The song has been considered a turning point in Madonna's career, which creators started to acknowledge her as an artist rather than a mere pop star. Pepsi premiered the commercial during the global telecast of the 31st Grammy Awards in February 1989. A week later, the advertisement was aired during NBC's sitcom The Cosby Show, which was one of the most popular shows of that time. Titled Make-A-Wish, the two-minute commercial portrayed Madonna going back in time to her childhood memories. An estimated 250 million people around the world viewed the commercial, which was directed by Joe the day after Madonna's Pepsi commercial was released, Madonna released the actual Like a Prayer music video on MTV. Christian groups worldwide, including the Vatican, condemned Pepsi's link with Madonna and called for a global boycotting of Pepsi and its subsidiaries, including a KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. Ultimately, not all are faves. I was going to say, Hut all the essentials. <laughs> all the not essentials. Really. Members we of the Constitution. We never even go to like, any of these. It's actually the only no, place we don't go to frequently. Gag. Ultimately, Pepsi caved to the protest from headline, from headline Christian groups and canceled the campaign. Writing for Billboard, Katie Atkinson ranked it as the singer's second greatest song. One of the main reasons the lyrics work so well is that she could be singing about a monogamous relationship, a powerful sexual connection, a platonic loved one, or even God, him, or her self. Life might be a mystery, but the mastery of the song is irrefutable. According to Nielsen SoundScan, it's also sold 1.1 million digital downloads as of December 2016. While most TV stations banned the music video, MTV remained one of the only channels to air it in heavy rotation. The controversy okay. leading surrounding the video introduced the concept of free publicity and became a turning point where Madonna was viewed as a shrewd businesswoman who knows how to sell a concept. Pope John Paul II. Isn't he dead? No, I think that's Benedict. Oh, shit. Involved himself in the matter and encouraged fans to boycott the singer in Italy. The video was deemed offensive by the Christian Fundamentalist American Family Association. Madonna st started, the art should be controversial, and that's all there is to it about the controversy. At the 1989 MTV Music Video Awards, Like a Prayer was nominated in the Viewer's Choice and Video of the Year categories, winning the former. Ironically, the award show was sponsored by Pepsi that year, and when Madonna came on stage to receive the award, she added, I would really like to thank Pepsi for causing so much controversy. I fucking love that bitch. Like a Prayer also topped video countdowns and critics list. It was number one on NTV's countdown 100 videos that broke the rules in 2005. And for the 25th anniversary of MTV, viewers voted, voted it as the most groundbreaking music video of all time and i have to agree period in addition the clip was ranked the number 20 on rolling stone the top 100 music videos and the number two on vhs one's hundreds greatest videos fuse tv named like a prayer one of 10 videos that rocked the world in 2011 polled by billboard like a prayer was voted the second best music video of the 1980s behind only michael jackson thriller and i and i understand i understand I, I have to give it i have to give it like a prayer was featured in an episode of american television series glee called the power of madonna it was sung at the end of the episode by the fictional choir new directioners performed by the glee cast members the song was released as a digital download to the itunes store and was also included on the soundtrack ep glee the music in the united states the song reached number 27 on the billboard hot 100 all right, we'll be back after the short message. Hey guys, we're stopping our very own podcast for our own fake ad until we get sponsorships 
by brand. We love manifesting. Make sure to follow us on whatever social media you're on at Pen Pop Podcast to get notified for new episodes because why would you miss them? You can also message us your thoughts for future episodes or just talk to us about pop music in general on our personal accounts at Dante Exito or at Ari Dominguez Official. And if you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to leave us a rating or review from wherever you're listening to this podcast. And now, back to Pen Pop. I'm in my pen, 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 pen. It's time to get your pens out. Let's go into like a prayer. Time to get your pens out. I will read the lines. Life Thank you. is a mystery. It truly is. I mean, thank you for this controversy, for this, for this um, deep issue that you bring it up, mother. It is. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was a scary time in the 80s. AIDS, <laughs> Reagan is president. Racism. What else Gag. is happening? I don't really know because I wasn't there. But it was a hard time. We I'm weren't assuming. even thought I think in there was this a, universe. I think there was also a recession around that time. Anyways, everyone must stand alone. Because at the end of the day... Like I said, I'm not standing. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just you that's standing. You gotta, you gotta fend for yourself. Exactly. I hear you call my name. It could be God. It could be her lover. It could be yeah. Whatever. It could be anybody. And it, could it be feels, herself. It feels like home. Yeah. Is that 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 thing that people say? I want to go home, or like I want to call home, like you know, homesick. Yeah. Yeah, homesick environment, or like getting closer to God can be said as well. When you call my name, it's like a little prayer. Gag. I'm down on my knees. I want to take you there. Mm. What do we think about that? I mean. Now, a prayer is like words of ritual, praising somebody. So she feels, I don't know, special. When you call my name, it's like a little prayer. So basically, it could be like, when you say those words, it's my ritual to be... What's the word when you evocate it? Evoke? Evoke? Evoking? No. (laughs) (laughs) Evoke to like summon. You have summoned me. You have summoned... This this person, this this you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> okay. When no, you call I, my name, I, when you I, say I those words, when you say yeah. for some when you say Madonna, it's like a little right. prayer. It's her ritual to to, like to bring her out of the ashes. Exactly. Soul? To bring her out of the okay. ashes to like she's make not, her feel a certain that, way. No. But she's like she's in life. She's like because she's saying life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. We're lonely, whatever. When this other person calls you, you feel desired. You feel needed. You feel like home. You feel like you're that bitch. Okay. Okay. So then you say you feel purposeful, exactly. And now I get on my knees. Take you take you take it as take it as you will. Take it as to you church? will. Exactly. We're gonna take it the religious way to church. She's 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 praying. She's taking it. Okay. And I want to take you. And I want to take you there. Taking herself there. Taking him there to that euphoric state. In the midnight hour. It always happens in the demon time. Mm-hmm. I can feel your power again. Oh, this could be God. Powerful. This could be something else. Just like a horsepower like, behind it. Just like a prayer. You know, I'll take you there to come. I'll take you there. To, to, I'll take you. Yeah, exactly. To safety, to home. To origami. Since we all, since we all come from that place, take you home. I you hear know? your this voice. Is, the womb. Yes. Next. Next verse. I hear your voice. She hears his voice. It's like an angel sighing. <sighs> I have get it. No, yes, we get it. Okay, we got it. I have no choice. Write it down. Write it down, people. 
I have no choice. I hear your voice. Feels like flying. Like she's very up there. She's like It's like you for it. It's like the honeymoon phase of relationship. It's exactly. Like, it feels euphoric. It feels like God. I close it my feels... eyes. Oh God, I think I'm falling out of the sky. I close my eyes. Heaven help me. So basically she's saying, I close my eyes. No, I feel like I'm falling. I'm falling for this person. I'm falling for myself. Can somebody save me? I don't know. I don't like. She was just saying she was flying. So she hears their voice and she feels like flying. And then when she closes her eyes, yeah. she feels like she's falling. Like when they leave in a breakup or does she mean during certain activities? Yeah. She's flying maybe, and falling. Maybe, maybe because when she's, when she opens her eyes, she's here in this moment, right? That physical. Okay. Grotesque. Grotesque. That's not another word. Um, physical demanding parts. And you know, you're very caught up in the moment. You're very, whatever. And then when she closed her eyes, she thinks of the version of herself that she's not supposed to be, that she's not supposed to be enjoying this. Yeah. And maybe she ta- she's taken out of it when she closes her eyes. Right. And she's falling out of the sky. And she's falling out of the sky. She's falling out of love with this version of herself that she made oh, herself wow. to be. How deep. Heaven help me. Help me, because I I can't take this no more. I can't also, do this. Like, I'm this in weird. Bliss. I'm in bliss. I I don't know how much I can take of this. Exactly. Is it too good to be true? When you call my name, it's like a little prayer. I'm down on my knees. I want to take you there. In the minute hour, I can feel your power, just like a prayer. I know I'll take you there. I'll take you there. Just like a prayer. I you know I'll take you there. So basically saying, the prayer is supposed to get you closer to God or talk to God. Yeah, but the just like so. So that will take you that closer to origami. It's like a buildup. <laughs> so, exactly. like a child, you whisper softly to me. You're in, You're control. in control. Just like a child. What? Now, wait a minute. <laughs> now, let me double check those lyrics because it may have just been a, an accidental repeat. So, like a child, you whisper softly to me. Which I don't know if children whisper. I think children yell all the time. Or maybe they speak softly when they want something. Like, it's oh, yeah, like, like naivete. Uh, okay. I guess. You're in control just like a child. How's a child in control? Maybe oh. in the sense of like imagination. Mm. Yeah, like, that way of thinking. That okay. sort of blissful, harmonious mindset like when you're a child you don't know what's happening in the world the complexities of life moving on now i'm dancing because she's happy she's in love oh sorry wait just like like a child you whisper softly to me you're in control just like a child now i'm dancing it makes more sense she's dancing like a child like very loose very free very i don't care i'm here to do whatever it's like it's like a dream no end and no beginning. Exactly. There's no... Because in a dream, um, you don't know... When, when is the beginning? When is the end? When is it all? Until you wake right. up. Yeah, it's all over the place. You're here with me. It's like a dream. Let the choir sing. Let the choir sing. I'm going to scream, she's, yell, raspy she's voice. She's in love. She's, she's in bliss. It's harmony. Let the choir sing and leap for the Lord. Exactly. When you call... And we get the choir in the back. When you call my name. And you got the tambourine and everything. Uh-huh. And then we get into this sort of post-chorus bridge moment mm-hmm. where she repeats the first 
little verse, but it's in a more serious one. So in the beginning, it's with an organ, and she's just softly singing, life is a mystery, everyone must stand alone. But then here, it kind of gets like into like the complicated guitar work, which, by the way, Prince is playing guitar here on this song. Nobody, nobody knows that. They're supposed no. to collab. And but I thought for some reason it was going to be too big. But then he's also on one of the other songs. It's really stupid because it's like they thought if they publicly had both their names together, it was going to be too big. But then like they did it anyways. So like any anyways, any person would realize it's them. Anyways, so then we get into this series. He's playing the guitar. There's a lot of drums. It sounds very dramatic. Also, at this point in the music video, she's dancing in front of the burning crosses. So it gets like really dark and cathartic. And again, she says, life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. It sounds more desperate, yearning. I hear you call my name and it feels like home. But then we go back to the light, joyful movement of the choir. Just like a prayer. Your voice can take me there. Just like a muse to me. You are a mystery. You like, just like a muse, you are a mystery. Like they're an inspiration. Yeah. But they're not maybe literal inspirational but also a mystery like she doesn't understand what's happening yeah or maybe you she doesn't know everything about that person because a muse is like well it depends some muse some people say like their wife is their muse or whatever but like sometimes a muse is just like a person in your life that you're not with all the time but like they're an inspiration to your art and to your craft just like a dream you are not what you seem just like a prayer no shows your voice can take it's an me. illusion right so you're not what you seem it just like a not. prayer what if this is her alone time and this is her imagination what kind of alone time and she's going through her imagination because i don't th- well yes she does say the guy does she say a guy no she doesn't never says anything about anybody else it's just implied it's implied but it doesn't have to be implied because it could be about herself too yeah absolutely with herself because she says, you're amused to me. Like, she's herself, amusing herself, and she's a mystery to herself. Like a dream, you're not what you seem. You seem this person who is very, perhaps she's very outgoing, but she's very shy, or she's very shy, she's very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Like, she's unaware. And she says, just like a prayer, no choice, your voice can take me there. But also, it could be about God as well. Like, God is amused to many artists in their art, it's a mystery because nobody, it's not a concrete I agree. thing. It's a dream. It's not what it seems because we're, we're told certain things, to believe certain things, but other religions believe certain things. Or you may think when you pray to God, you get something, but you actually don't. It's not how it works. And like a prayer, no choice. Your voice can take me to faith. Okay. I don't know. So now we go into like the ad libs. And this is done by Nikki Harris, one of her. Um, infamous background singers. Her and Donna Delory did a lot of their tours together, and she she just lets her go off vocally. She's like, mm-hmm, "I'll take you there." Cut that out. Um, yeah, she's just like ad libbing. She's like, mm-hmm, "I'll take you there," and it's just the choir going, "Just like a prayer, I'll take you there." It's like a dream to me. Just like a prayer, I'll take you there. It's like a dream to me. You know, we go back into the serious post-chorus just like a prayer your voice can take me there you, you are amused to me you are a mystery just like a dream you are not what you seem just like a prayer your voice can take me there just like a dream to me whatever the hell then we go just like a prayer your voice your can voice take can take me, me there. there like a prayer just like a prayer like a prayer 
just like a prayer. Your voice can take me there. Just like a prayer. Just like a prayer. Your voice can take me there. Just like a prayer. I yeah. think what she's trying to say, prayer and voice. So your voice calling, like, it could be a person in love, too. It makes her tremble. It makes you fear God. It makes you feel vibrations. It's it's high vibrational experience. It's an out-of-body experience. Some people right. in, in church, they have this out-of-body experience where the spirit takes over them. And it's interesting because it, it's very subjective. And I think she kept it genderless I for agree. a reason because it can be interpreted in on this in the sexual way and the religious way. Like, yeah, or even, yeah, exactly, the sexual way. But it can be about anybody, even to yes. themselves. Like, it can be just be about her or anybody. All right, let's get into the video. People buckle up. You got a long one this time. Okay. It's not that long. It is. But <laughs> so we start with her running into to the camera in a frenzy. She kind of drops on the floor. Police sirens in the background. A jail cell closing. A flaming cross. Lots of vivid religious imagery. Imagery, yes. Flashbacks depict men attacking a raping woman. We cut back to Madonna seeing a chapel. And running into it because they kind of see that she's seeing everything. So I guess she's scared they're going to get her too because she yeah. saw what they do. So she runs in. She takes off her jacket to reveal like kind of like a slip dress and a crucifix necklace. We kind of go from... It's interesting because our image used to be lots of crucifixes, but now we're just down to one. It's very stripped down. She has dark hair. Usually she's blonde. It's, this is like her first reinvention, you could say. She, there's a bunch of religious imagery. There's a black saint... Or a Jesus wax figure that's in a cage where the candles are, where you light the candles for someone. And it comes to life. It's moving its hands, and then it starts crying. I don't know if it's wax or tears. And she falls asleep on the pew, and she wakes up falling from the sky, caught by a gospel choir member. And then she throws her back up. (laughs) What? Yeah, it's funny because it's like it's not a green screen. It's like it, you can tell it's like it's like a sky wallpaper, and she probably like jumps from like a step or something. And they catch her and they smile, and then she throws her back up. <laughs> so is that what is that like? <laughs> and it's at the part where it's like um, I forget where the part, but it's like I think it's like let the choir sing or I'm falling from the sky. It's like a dream. I forget the line, but it's like, na, 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 when you call my... And it goes to the chorus. Anyways. So then she kisses the saint's feet on her knees, and she and the gate opens, and she touches the saint's face, and then he turns into a real man. And he whispers into her ear and kisses her forehead and then leaves the church. Then she sees that he dropped roses and a dagger. And she picks it up, the dagger, and pricks herself to bleed. And then there's a hole in her hand, representing the holes that were in Jesus' hands when he was crucified. Ooh. Then she looks left, and the camera turns to the choir, and the choir is dancing. And then we go back to her flashback of the men hurting the women, and basically the black man comes to her rescue, but by the time he gets there, he is holding the woman, and she kind of looks exhausted, and it's on, like, a couch on the floor. And then you see the cop flashlight on his face. Presuming that a cops, the cops assume that he hurt um, her, and they arrest him. And it's almost just like how Jesus was innocent, but he was framed by the religious people of his time. Right. All of which Madonna was witness to, and she's resistant to tell the truth because there was this one man. Man. Madonna was witness to Jesus. Jesus crucifixion. (laughs) No. In the music video, 
Got it. And we, then we cut to the iconic scene where she's dancing in front of the burning crosses. And this was controversial because I didn't know this. Apparently, the crosses were no, known for the Ku Klux Klan. KKK. But I think by yeah. putting them on fire, maybe she was denouncing them. So I'm not sure. No, that's what they do. Don't they burn crosses? I have no idea. Well, and I need to divide away. So some people thought like, oh, is she pertaining to the KKK? But she's kind of renouncing them by the story of the music video. Because eventually yeah. um, she riffs with the choir. And then, um, and so the singer who's ad-libbing is Nikki Harris. And she was supposed to be in the music video. But she actually declined because of the burning crosses scene. Because she did not want to be associated with that as a black woman. Right. And so then we cut back to the black saint kissing Madonna on the lips. And there's more Catholic imagery, including a bleeding eye. And then finally, the saint turns back into a wax figure. The gates close. And she wakes up on the pew with the choir singing, waking her up. And then she goes to the police station to explain what happened. So they free the man. And then a red curtain comes down with all the actors bowing at the end of a play. So it's like a fake story. And they're pretending Mm. to bow down. Got and it. the red curtain goes down. So again, the Christians and the Pope and everybody took it literally. And they said. And they said, this is blasphemy. You're going to jail. And God forbid Jesus is not a white man. Because it wasn't. Be, like in the Bible, I'm pretty sure they never said what his ethnicity was. Or his race. So. But anyways, they were all up in a frenzy. Moral panic. She's kissing Jesus. But they like took it and ran with it. They were made it seem like she was like having sex with Jesus. <laughs> but really, she just gave him a little kiss, and that's it. And she is showing how you how she's giving a moral lesson. That's why I don't <laughs> understand the outrage over this. She's giving a moral lesson to tell the truth, to not frame the innocent, do what's right, and don't be racist. And because these people are racist, <laughs> and because they took it. it's Madonna, and it's there's they see the the burning crosses, they start panicking, and they're like, "This is blasphemous!" So once again, sounding like a broken record. Critical thinking comes in hand here, but really, it's not. I remember watching this as a kid, like on YouTube, and I got it right away. I was like, "Okay, like, what's the big deal?" Right. I don't get it. Well, I think I think when you when you tap into someone's religion that they believe that this is true, then you're challenging their ways. Yeah. It's for me to say like, "Oh, I can eat lasagna with cake." It's challenging your religion. You know what I'm saying? And, and not to say that it's the right way or the wrong yeah. way, but you will be strongly believe that that's incorrect. That's literally dishonoring member of society. Yeah. It makes sense for you to question that because it's something you grew up in and you never thought right. that way. Yes. So for someone to say that, it's challenging for them because they believe that it's true. Now, of course, I, I can't I can't say that that's the right way or the wrong way. But for them, they believe that it's true, and if that's what they believe, then that's what they believe. But don't quite, don't force feed me now saying that no, you can't eat cake with pasta lasagna because that's wrong. No, you just take it as criticism. You take it I as love how you brought it to food. <laughs> it always comes down to the food, baby. It's nutrition. It's needed. What what's one thing in life that doesn't change? Motherfucking food. But anyway, I agree with your point, but it's just like the message is very clear. 
It's just, yeah. it's against the typical image of Jesus that we're all used to seeing in the European paintings, the Sistine Chapel, whatever. Right. But that's the thing. They always believe that this is the right way. It's like, no. Which is so infuriating because as they weren't living in Europe. <laughs> the Bible does not take place in Europe. It Historically, we know now. But still, even today, people will still not admit it. Or they will, still, we have this imagery of what Jesus is supposed to look like. Absolutely. I think it's insane that we were talking about in the last episodes or Ariana was it? I don't remember. That the woman thing, who assigned gender, right. who assigned to God or whatever. Who assigned the gender, who assigned the race. I don't recall. Now, I haven't read I the whole recall. Bible, mind you, but I'm pretty sure if it was said, then it would be fact. I don't think they said. I think they I said that think he's no. from but if we look at the skin tones of current people who live in but Israel Israel Jerusalem uh, Jerusalem Israel I think the people who live in that region that the bible was created in sorry are they white no exactly thank you point proven <laughs> but the church why loves they, especially the why would he be white why would he be white when he was literally traveling to Egypt when he was because literally going to these places every depiction because they had to make him white it's white. Yeah, they completely whitewashed it. They had to white it. They had to white it out. They had to paint him in, in, in prime primer. <laughs> they had to because the Romans were white. They want Romans. Exactly. Romans were wanted to white. They had to do it. And if they wanted to adopt that faith, they had to do it. Listen, I am not a historic. What is the people? The historian. historian. I am not a, a Bibleist. I don't think that's the word. A biblical expert? A biblical, a biblical historian. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So I do not know anything about that, but my assumption is by the current standards of society, with the current um, situations, I do not think Jesus wouldn't be white. Yes. I just don't think... Whatever. It's just it, Irrelevant at this point. It, it is stupid. But I guess at the time, it was controversial. It was risque, as someone would say, but... yeah. It's just anything that challenged their current beliefs about religion, they always going to be like it's freaking like, girl, out. Absolutely, down. it's like it's a good message for people to watch. Like if you see something happening and it's not true, and somebody goes to jail, and then you need to like make what's the word? You need to tell the truth and right. make right of what's wrong. Like what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that, and that's what the thing we have been saying the whole twelve episodes that we have recorded. Sorry, the first six episodes, eight, nine episodes recorded. That they're trying to get a message out there that is not about the freaking what we're used to uh, seeing. Exactly, what you're seeing is not the actual message. Read into it between the lines, the blur lines. Read into it, and it's challenging what we have come to know. Which is, as John said, all art should be controversial. Art should be. Um, challenging the status quo, challenging what we know, starting new conversations. And that's what she did. She opened the door. None of the songs that we talked about would have existed before Like a Prayer. Right. But my thing is, exactly, that's what I said about art. Art art has to be able to speak to something. Otherwise, it's not art. Mm-hmm. It has to, you know, say something that no one that no one understands right away. It has to, it has to take time to listen to it a couple times or yes. see it a couple times and then derive a meaning from it, not just 
oh, that's what it is. It's not literal. That's what art, the thing about art or people who are artistic, they're not literal beings. They're the hide between those metaphors and they hide those messages messages in those things. Even sometimes mm-hmm. some artists don't even have it on the forefront, the forefront front vocal, they have it on ad-libs. They're saying something, they're making something that is related to the whole message. That's the whole thing about uh, artist artistry. You have to be able to listen behind those words. And if you can't... You have to look beneath the surface. And if you can't do that, then I'm sorry. To go back to grade what? I don't know. when we what uh, English class. That would have been a great time to read between the lines. Kindergarten? Kindergarten? No. Okay. Some performances. Give it to me. All right. Um, so first we start with Live Aid 2005, which is a rehash of Live Aid 1985. And it's very simple. All white attire, choir. I just love a choir moment. I love Absolutely. gospel music. I love... Like when I, don't... I listen to singers... Yeah, I mean, like, I don't listen to gospel, gospel, but I, I love when a when an artist brings in a gospel choir. Integrates that's, it, yeah. That's what I should say. It, it always just adds so much song. It adds texture. It it just, it gives a song more life to it. I agree. I agree. I think choirs are so important because I, that's why choir people are just, uh, they feel un, like this angelic presence because it's very, like, that unity. Like you said, the little different voices and all the thing coming together to just make one voice, I think it's sickening. I think it's the best things an artist can do to a song. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I, I agree. Sure. 100%. And also you bring you bring so many different races and so many different voices, so many lifestyles and experiences into Walks one yes. little light, into one voice. Into and one. That, yes. Exa- yeah. Exactly. You took what I was And that's what say. she did it. She did it. She did it in that song. Exactly. Then we can talk about um, the Like a Prayer performance mm-hmm. from the Blonde Ambition World Tour. And now I have the Paris and the Tokyo one because we have the curl or the ponytail. Which, which one do you like better? I like the ponytail. I was going to say the, the ponytail too. The curls, it's nice. But the ponytail is just kind of gives me this like singing vibe. Like the way me- she... It's just more like iconic. So it aired on HBO as a special, the whole concert. And so this section yeah. of the tour, this was a groundbreaking tour. Set the blueprint for everybody. It was like when people started having sections of different themes. So this section was like the religious section. So everybody's wearing black robes. They have candles lit. It's like a church environment. There's a, a big cross hanging. And um, it's iconic. And basically, they kind of mix up the original version with the remix. And then, like, you have, like I said, we have Nikki Harris and Donna DeLoria ad-libbing, our backup dancers. And everybody's kind of dancing. They they all have big crucifix necklaces on them. And they're, like, they're doing, like, this move. I I can't demonstrate it right now. Um, But the cross is swinging everywhere. Everybody's having a good time. It's a moment of unity. It's a moment of fun. And I just like how she lets everyone shine in this, but she remains the center. Maybe she's trying to say as well as that if we remove, no, I don't think she's trying to say that. If we remove the standards we hold because of religion, maybe we can live a better life. Remove the standards of religion. I mean, we could because every, the problem is, is uh, all religions have the same unified message, which is love one another. But the problem so is just... everybody gets caught up in and the little fine prints 
the the different customs, the which Bible's more accurate, which which tradition is better, which ritual is better, which prayer is better, what is what is moral, what is not, and whatever. Yeah. It's just like just love. Love is the message. Love thy neighbor. Exactly. No, but she actually, I can't say. She actually said once, they said love is religion. And she said, no, love is love. I think we all subscribe to love, but we subscribe to religion that we grew up in, grew up, grow up in. I don't think religion is you don't find a religion. You're just told this is you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's exactly. why so, if she says, if she's saying, you know what, just move it aside and just be you, what do we have? What do you truly have? Are you an authentic person? Are you a outside of the religious being? What are you? Ponder on it. Think about it. Reflect. Pause for a moment. Reflect. And if you're wondering why we talk so much about God and religion, it's because this is a blasphemy season. Yeah. We're talking about blasphemous behavior. We probably should have made that clear in the first episode. We should have. And we will. We'll let a disclaimer. Alrighty. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everybody, for the final thoughts. And here we I go. Was, I, I wasn't really done. Oh, well, you should be done. <laughs> well, we, we got more time to kill. It was just it's okay. More. Don't I, make it longer. I, okay. I just want to mention briefly, she also did the 2018 Met Gala. Remember Heavenly Bodies? No. Again, with the choir. Oh, yes, 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 yes. On the steps. I love that theme. It was so good. And there was also controversy about that because they were like, oh, it's like appropriating the Christian culture or whatever. But it's like, Okay, but that's the imagery that y'all that's have created. That's the whole thing. Anyways, what are your final thoughts, Ari? My final thoughts is Madonna... Madonna... Sorry. My final thoughts is that Madonna... You're trying so hard not to see Madonna. And you're doing a great job. I know. Madonna really um, said very important things here. I think she was trying to get a message that spoke to different people. Like I said, once you watch the video, it makes more sense. I don't think you get that from the lyrics themselves, but the video does portray more, uh, more analytic, analytical, more societal-based situation. Mm-hmm. Because I think when they were listening to the song, they just were listening to a sex and God, and those two really don't mix. I think people have a yeah. very big problem with sexual things and God and she's trying to dissociate those two or separate them because when you hear it, she talks about sex in a way that is normal. But when you talk about it from in the perspective of other people who are religious, they don't talk about it like that. They just keep God away from that. Cause there's, I think there's a standard in, in society about, what to speak about sex and masturbation mm-hmm. to sin and this and that and this and that. So it's taboo. that's why I said her being to herself, her and her alone time, masturbation and stuff, because I feel like it, it she could tear that wall down, literally and figuratively. She could tear <laughs> down that wall. <laughs> she could tear that wall down of like keeping that, like, you know, it doesn't have to be this thing where you feel shame or, or anything like that. You can just be you hear the voice of God, be yourself, be your true being. And at the end of the day, dream of heaven, live live a little bit. You know what I mean? So in, in, in the final thoughts way, she, she did that. I loved it. I will be listening to it more and I will be a more religiously free individual. 
when it comes to sex. I don't know what that means. Period. And as everybody should. I think this is the closest pop music can get to art. And I'm serious. Gag. No, no notes. Just praise. No, no, no. No notes. That's all. Iconic. <laughs> Broke boundaries. Open the door for everybody. Ari, once again, got caught off here. Imagine how tired we are. Buddy, started conversations. Upgraded her artistry. I think she's like, I can continue to make this bubblegum 80s synth dance pop, or I can evolve as an artist. And you look you look at her peers during this time, and nothing sounded like the song. Her Leg of Prayer and Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814 changed pop music for the better. And it, it separated the regular singers from the Titans. And ever, everyone was forced either to step it up or get left behind. And that's why it makes sense why she recruited her to do the monologue in God is Woman because she is known for these religious songs that are talking about taboo topics. Thank you for listening, everybody. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Follow on socials. Go to the rosary. Just kidding. And we'll see you next time. On Pen Pop. Pen Pop is produced and edited by Ari Dominguez and Dr. Dina Menico, hosted by Ari Dominguez and Dr. Dina Menico. Graphics created by <laughs> Ari and Dante. Theme music created by Ari. Thank you to the listeners who support us. If you'd like to show your support or learn more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use uh, for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing.